Hey, I'm Jeff Reed. I'm Craig Killian. And I'm Evie Reed. And this is the From <laughs> First to Last podcast. Yeah, yeah. This is the From First to Last podcast. It's a podcast where my friend Craig and I, we get together each week and we work our way through a director's theatrical filmography from their first film all the way to their last, Craig. And Craig, who is our season two director? Zick Snyder, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's a nice shout out for our uh, New Zealand listeners. Um, to it's good to see you guys yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And we're pretty excited because today... Um, we're we're looking at the is the fifth movie of his fourth movie fourth of movie, his fourth yeah. fourth movie of Zack Snyder's filmography. Zack Snyder, yeah, Zack <laughs> Snyder. Um, that's what that's how you say his name when you got a block nose. That's how you say him in Wall's End. Nick Snyder. You know Nick Snyder and one that what the. We're knocking out Watman. No, no, not that, not that. No, 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 no. So this is fourth fourth film, um, and we're really excited because we've got our first return guest, Craig. Woo! So, ladies and gentlemen at home, I want you to welcome, put your hands together, give a cheer for Evie Reed. Yay! Evie, Evie, Evie. <laughs> How you doing, Evie girl? Good. Awesome <laughs> Good Chatty to be back moods today <laughs> How's it going? Good. You good Is it good to be back on the show? Yes Oh it is? Are you excited? Yeah Are you oh. pumped? Yes have you, got a, have you got a song to kick us off today? No Oh okay oh. Well, Your ears hurt Oh why do your ears hurt? My ears hurt Because the um, things oh. are sitting on What's happened this week, Evie, that would make your ears hurt? Yesterday, I just got my ears pierced. Oh. Evie turns eight years old this week coming. So for her birthday, she got her ears pierced. And I guess the headphones are causing a little bit of pain. You know, if you want, Evie, you can still hear us talking. And you don't need your headphones on. So why don't you take them off? That way they won't hurt. Yeah. Okay. Is that better? Yeah. Good news. Did you cry when you got your ears pierced? No. I did. Oh. I did. You did? Yeah, did yeah. The guy I went to when I got the top of my ear pierced was a naturalist. Oh. And so he refused to use what, a gun. What, he use bamboo? No, he uses just he's just a pin and he pushes it through. What? Yeah, I know. And you know, I didn't realize that until I did it. I was like, yeah, man, this would be cool, but Where you don't realize you go? that. Did you go to like the Herbal Heist shop or something? Oh, we are going up to, we are on a trip up to Queensland somewhere. Stopped at Nimbin. Yeah, probably. Probably. I can't remember. <laughs> Seriously, I can't remember. I just remember that the dude. It's on video somewhere. Oh gosh. Uh, yeah, I know. We got to track that down. <laughs> and the dude was just basically like, yeah, yeah, and that's all cartilage at the top of your ear. So it was pretty hard to push through. Yeah. And yes, Evie, I cried. I like, <laughs> so, Craig, last week we had a great chat about Watchmen. Oh, that was a huge chat. I'm going to say it was an epic episode for an epic film, wasn't it? Was it was epic, man. I was like, I enjoyed every moment, but I was exhausted afterwards. I, I sat down <laughs> and was like, I don't know if I'm ready to watch another movie yeah. right now. But I was like, I don't know if I want to talk. <laughs> I walked away thinking to myself, um, there's still so much more for us to say about that film. 
Oh, there's so much more, man. And I guess if there's a bit of a theme that's recurring already in Snyder's film, on the surface, they can be very popcorn-y. Yeah. Um, again, I mentioned last week how I'm struggling to have notes ready for the show purely because I'm not writing them because I'm so engrossed in the film. Yeah. Yet there's so much depth that you could just continue talking about it. Oh, yeah, man. Whether exactly. it's Dawn of the Dead 300 or Watchmen. And like I said, and it was funny, I was watching um, I was watching all the trailers leading up to the new Endgame. Yeah. And um, there's the line out of Iron Man 3 that um, Ben Kingsley says, he goes, heroes, there's no such thing. Yes. <laughs> so good. And that is a recurring theme all through um, all through Snyder's films. Can I, can I say, um, Kathy Lee and I this week, we've never watched it before. So we started watching Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, any good. We're three episodes in the first season. I'm enjoying it. Man, seriously, I've um, seen little clips of it. I, after Captain Marvel, um, the Coulson stuff in there is is really quite fun. Like, you've got a bit more rapport with Coulson. Yeah. Um, but there's all these little things that pop up. I have to check the timeline, but I'm pretty sure that um, Iron Man 3 hadn't come out, but there's an episode with Extremis in it. Yeah. Like, I, you know, the out of Iron Man 3 and things like that. that you're like, they've got all this stuff. In here, and it does little coincide, like when Shield dissolves after um, Winter Soldier. Oh, really? That's that that, yeah, that actually in there. has an impact on wow, it. Wow, well. because it's really cool. Because this is straight after Avengers, so mm. the everyone except for Nick Fury thinks that Coulson's dead. Yeah, exactly. And then exactly. the agency that they have. So it's it's fun. It's like it's every week's like a another sort of bad guy that they come up against and. Just the whole concept of people never know what Shield has done to save the day. And has Ghost Rider in the latest, yeah in the in the latest season like the I think third it's fifth adoption of yeah. Ghost Rider yeah. So that'll be really interesting. I'm really interested to see where. But tell me what it's goes. like. Seriously, I've always yeah. been curious, but it's just Listen, a show we, amongst the million shows. We man. enjoy it enough that we went out and like tracked it down cheap on eBay and got the next couple seasons to watch. Awesome. So. Dude, so, yeah. um, so we had a great time talking, Watchmen. We're gonna for those at home thinking the boys are rushing things today. They're not. They're not usually lingering on a few topics here and there. <laughs> Just look. We're gonna be honest. We've got a very special guest today. She's got a hard out. The hard out is that the uh, attention span is extremely uh, shorter than what we'd probably have normally yep. with Craig and I. But that's okay. Currently, Evie's drawing some pictures. How are they? Good. What are the notes you're making? She's got a notebook. She's got a notebook, just like a dad. Um, doing some work that we've been doing resilience. And oh, so cool. So I've been doing like good and bad stuff when you go okay, then you go down and up. And oh, up. good, good. Well, self-care is really important, Evie. Yeah. And resilience is always brilliant to have. Totally. I, as, as a parent, I'm glad that she's learning resilience. Exactly. It's actually my job. So. It's like branching. <laughs> it is. It's like she's branching right now. <laughs> Good job, Evie. You well spread done. those wings. You spread those wings, Evie. Go on. I was doing that the other night um, when we were... You're jumping from tree to when tree? When we were reading The Guardians of Gahul, the book. Oh, yes, oh. we have. Okay, so let's get there now. We might skip. There's not too much Snyder news this week, so we'll, nah, we'll put it on hold for this week. But um, leave that on your microphone, please, Evie. Um, <laughs> so we've been... This week's film, it's The Legend of the Guardians, The Hours of Garhul. Yep. 
What a mouthful of a title. Oh, man. And a crazy. For some reason, I was basically, I was looking under my collection of G, but it's the legends of the G. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. So a bit confusing because it is based on a book series called The Guardians of Garhul. Mm-hmm. And we've been reading the books, haven't we, Evie? Yeah, it's really good. It's really good? Yeah. We're only a bit through the first book. Yeah. Um, but, but we're going well. We're going well. Oh, How thanks. many books are there? Well. The there's 15. There's, well, I've just found out there's 16, what? Evie. I oh, know, we've still got one What's to that? go. So We've Evie and I, there's a bookshop just near my work. Yeah. That's a secondhand bookstore. Shout out to Q Books and Hamilton. Oh, I love Q Books and yeah. Hamilton. So Evie and I, whenever it's school holidays and Evie comes for a day at work with me, we wander up and see if we can find a book to read that day. Yeah. And we went up to get the uh, the Guardians of Garhul to get the first one to start on. Yep. And we walked in and they they had it, but they had the entire set bundled together. And... We were a bit disappointed. Discount, so. And the lady gave us a discount, so we paid 50 cents a book. That is and awesome. And got all the books. That's awesome. And so Evie carried them back to the office, and we've been reading some. We, we were hoping to finish the first book before this episode, but we got a bit stuck on the Treehouse books. How long are the books, just on average? 150 pages. Oh, okay, cool. cool yeah, cool. and they're pretty easy reads. Awesome. They're pretty easy reads. But they do have some confusing words on there. They do have some confusing words. And how about we get to... to Garhul is a confusing word. Garhul is a confusing word. Let's talk about the books. How about we talk about the books for a little bit, Evie? Is that cool? Okay, cool. Um, (laughs) So um, in terms of the film, there's 12 months between Watchmen and Legend of the Guardian. Yeah. 12 months turnaround. And what's pretty crazy is... um, they're based upon the first three books in the series. This ah, film. Okay. okay. Yeah, see, I was going to talk about this. Yeah, so um, what's really interesting is reading the first book, um, which I can't tell yet if it's set in Australia like the film is. Yeah. To me, they talk a lot about fir trees. Um, the moment at the start of the film where they fall out of the tree and the Tasmanian devil comes. Yeah. Um, it's a raccoon in the book. So this is making ah. me think that it's a North American thing rather than an Australian thing. Okay, cool. Um, because you think something like a Tasmanian devil would be pretty prominently written. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, um, so yeah. So based upon the books. Now, the rights were acquired by Warner Brothers in 2005 and their intention was that um, the author Catherine Lasky would, would be the screenwriter on the animated film. So they always ah. intended it to be an animated film. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, exactly. There's no other way you could do it. No, no. Exactly. Unless you did cell animation. Yeah, exactly. So, um, Semakis was on board. A year later, Warner Brothers um, started developing the, the film. Yeah. With a unknown at the time animation house called Animal Logic. Love you, Animal Logic. We do love Animal Logic. Now, Evie, yeah. Animal Logic is an Australian-based company that make um, movies like Guardians of Garhul or Legend of the Guardians, the Owls of Garhul. Um, And do you know what movie they made that got them really famous? What? A little movie called Happy Feet. What? You don't like Happy Feet, do you? I do. What's the best thing about Happy Feet? That he finally finds his place in the... Oh, he does, doesn't he? In the end, in the second movie. Yeah. Finds his place. 
Yeah, so good, isn't it? Do you like the, the singing in there or the tap dancing? Yeah, I like the singing and tap dancing. Okay, cool. Are you going to just stop drawing for a little bit and, and talk to us? Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> good move. Um, Did I tell you the story? I have a friend about Happy Feet. Tell me. And she actually turned to me and she goes, how did they get all those penguins to dance? No. And I went, what? <laughs> you know, they, you know, where you was it legit? Yeah, man, legit. And I, and you know how you don't know how to react. You go, are you joking? And she's, like, no. How did they get all those penguins to dance like that? How do you respond to a statement like that, Craig? Seriously, like, uh, like yeah, honestly, yeah, seriously. Yeah. You know, you're hot, you, yeah, you, you answer it seriously. You oh, don't, okay. You, you, you don't, don't want to like, make fun of the people. No. You're just like, well, actually, what that is is, um, it's called um, animation. It's. <laughs> <laughs> CGI, um, and, <laughs> and then you walk away around the corner and you go, oh my god! <laughs> 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 and then they listen years later to a podcast, and um, oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he was eating a microphone. Yeah, <laughs> years later they listen to like a podcast and then find out that Craig's made fun of them in front of everyone. Oh yeah, of course. I, 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 I make fun of that person all the time now. You know, we're past that stage where I, just, I tease that person and go, oh my God, I can't believe you said that. That's hilarious. <laughs> um, I did have someone in my office. I walked through the hallway the other day and he, from the distance I heard, cooties in a jar. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, wow. Oh, that's awesome. What an awesome. The power of words, Craig. Oh, man, the power of song. Uh, yeah, the power of song. Funny. It is pretty funny, isn't it? <laughs> Um, so Animal Logic also would later on they won an Academy Award for Happy Feet. Ah, oh, well, makes sense. That's yeah, cool. That is cool. And George Miller was able to buy a second mansion. <laughs> Actually <laughs> probably got a, a little bit more power in making Mad Max down the road. Yeah, exactly. Um, exactly. Or Fury Road. Um but the Animal Logic actually developed this for nearly four years. Oh really? Yeah. So they were they were doing a bit of work preparing animation. They actually had to develop the technology to make the feathers. Ah, oh, because they look amazing. Wait, what yeah. do you mean by develop the technology? Well, when they started making it, there was no way of making because you know it's a cartoon, yeah. Um, and so they didn't have the technology to make the pretend feathers. Oh. So they actually had to tell the computer how to make feathers, including. The under feathers the down. Yeah. And to have wind pass through it and move like feathers. So, yeah. Sit on down. <laughs> I know it's really interesting, isn't it, watching your voice go up on a screen? <laughs> um, it's cool because you can see how high it goes and how low. I know, I know. And Craig you always You tell how different, different our, our, our kids are. When she hopped up then, I thought she was going to fart at me. <laughs> 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 I was like... We don't do that. I would never do that. I'm glad. But that's why his name's Carter the Farter. (laughs) Just keep your mic under your chin because it goes real loud. You just made that go real loud. It was exciting. It's such an exciting time here. It is an exciting time here. (laughs) Talking about cartoon owls. Cartoon owls. Love cartoon owls. Yeah, so Animal Logic developed the technology for nearly 12 months just to get the feathers to work. So just what? the feathers. So, yeah. so from the start of the production, was yeah. Snyder attached? No, Snyder didn't come. So we're talking, um, yeah, 
2005 they get the rights. 2006 they start working on things. Um, and then um, Snyder didn't join until about 2008. Why? So, so that was uh, when um, they had all the technology ready to go and they were yeah. ready to make the story. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. gotcha so gotcha. had a, um, a screenplay in place, all that sort of stuff. Gotcha. Just needed someone to make the vision sort of happen. Yeah, makes when sense. When did... Um, the movie first come out. The movie came out in 2010. Oh. Okay. So we're at 2008 right now. Okay. Evie wasn't even born yet. Nope. Okay. Um, but. In 2010, I was one year. Before you were yeah. born. Yeah. You were born in 2011. So, um, yeah. So Snyder comes on board in 2008 and pretty much does the entire film while doing post of Watchmen. Really? <laughs> he works hard, He man. doesn't he? He works incredibly hard. And if you think about it, that's a two-year process to get a um, an animated film from start to finish. Yeah. Um, a big undertaking. Um, joining him in 2008 was a screenwriter um, called <laughs> John Orloff. I like John Orloff. Do you know who, what John Orloff's worked on? No. Orloff. <laughs> no, I just like saying Orloff. <laughs> so Orloff. He worked on Orloff for Elsa. <laughs> John Orloff. Um, I was thinking of Count Orloff. Wrote Band of Brothers. Oh. Yeah. So I do love his work. <laughs> yeah, you do. You definitely do literally. love his work. I was, just, I was just playing around. But yeah, no, I quite literally, yeah, I love his yeah. work. Yeah. Um, so they came aboard and then... Um, yeah, so Snyder went through this process of balancing Watchmen and Legend of the Guardians for about 12 months. What? That's Until, a lot of work. I know. I know. And like when you think about it, Watchmen is a very uh, CG film and in its three-hour film. Yeah. Um, so if you're looking about a three-hour film, then you're probably looking about close to five hours worth. Would you say about four hours worth of footage? Was, yeah. You know, that yeah. they're cutting through, man. And so that'd be pretty hardcore. Um, apologies, we're having some uh, on air board meeting. On air board meeting, Amy's <laughs> very inter- interested in the next film. Are you interested in the next film in what this director's done, or the next one you're going to be on? I'm hoping the next time it might be Happy Feet because I really want to. Oh, I'm really hoping that Happy Feet is on there. Oh, Happy Feet would really be great, wouldn't movie. it? Well, I think that we've had some requests for George Miller as a director to be looked at on the podcast. Not, yeah, but there's not much of his. <laughs> not much of his. He's like, how many movies? He's done a few. We think got all the Mad Maxes are in. So there's four so films already. Two Happy Feets, two Babe the Pigs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you could get a good season. He's a, got a pretty decent you could little... get a good season out of yeah, that. Yeah, you could. So Man, maybe would be we'll, a random season, well, hey? It would be a great one to discuss, no, no, actually. Be, yeah, that's, that's something we need to discuss <laughs> pretty quickly. We'll put him saying on. that then, man. I'm like, wow. Yeah, and there's some really good discussions that could be had about... Uh, Miller's attempt at making Justice League. Oh man, there's heaps of stories. Very behind, fitting with this season, actually. Yeah. So great suggestion, Evie. Well done, mm. Evie. Well, well done. done. Well done. And I get um, to sing. La 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 la. <laughs> Have you seen Baby the Pig, Evie? No. Oh, you oh. got to talk in your microphone. We can't hear. No. Oh, you haven't seen Babe. I think you'd like Babe the Pig. You would like Babe. Yeah, lots of animals, dogs, pigs, ducks, and they talk. Really? Yeah. yeah. Talk in your microphone. Sorry. What, is go- what is going on here? What's going on down there? Yeah, what are you struggling with? 
<laughs> All right. Working with kids. How's Working that? with you, <laughs> For the <All> right. second <laughs> time. <laughs> ooh, ooh. Okay. You'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> we do. People love hearing you, Evie. We do. They do. And someone's got to take over this podcast when we die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, not for a long time, don't no, you? No, exactly, exactly. It's not for a long time. No, I'm exactly. not going to take over it. <laughs> oh, okay. no, I was going to bring Carter in too. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It, it'd be a great version 2.0. It would be a great version 2.0. What if we got me, Carter, and you guys doing the podcast? Oh, that together. could be a bit of fun. Well, you see how sometimes like you lose attention? Cut that in half and that's Carter. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. When Carter doesn't lose, he doesn't sit beautifully like you do and start drawing. Carter will be jumping around the room and going, Dad! <laughs> <laughs> We're working on it. We'll get it. We'll get it happening. Yeah, now, we'll get it one day. Okay. We'll bring Evie. him in for Evil Dead. <laughs> Wolza. Oh, man. What's some other type of horror film? <laughs> Wolza. Like, like The Exorcist. When we, when we do. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to know what they are, Evie. Don't worry. Um, so, Animal Logic, who made um, Happy Feet, they went on to make Legend of the Guardians, and they made another Happy Feet, Happy Feet Two. Do you know what other movie they made? Do you like the Lego Movie? Yeah. They, they, they made the, the Lego second, Movie. They made the second one. And the second one. Oh, awesome, man! Yeah. No. When can we see it? Yeah, well, when can we see it? Well, what are we all doing tomorrow? I'm working. Oh, so am I. <laughs> Evie's on school holidays. Yeah, I know. So yeah. is Carter. He's at his nana's. I think but, they're actually going to go see it. Or oh, they're seeing Wonder Park tomorrow. Oh, Wonder Park. Yeah. Interesting. What's so, Wonder Park? Don't know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, it's an animated movie about a theme park. I know. Yeah. About um, a park full of wonder. Hey, can you remember what the song was from the Lego Brooks movie? Got free tickets. No. There was a song in the movie, wasn't there? I don't remember. <laughs> Is that because um, everything, is everything is okay? <laughs> everything no. is okay. I don't know. You don't know? Oh. I don't know. I've oh. watched it for ages. Oh, well, that is not awesome. That is not awesome at all. <laughs> <laughs> everything is not awesome. Yeah. yeah. Everything's <laughs> not awesome. <laughs> Everything's not good when you're part of... A ting. <laughs> See, people love my voice. People love it when Evie's on. I, I, feel like, I feel like we're instilling some poor values into kids with this version, Craig. <laughs> All right. So, who wants to hear what was released in 2010? Me! Oh. Happy Feet. Happy Feet was not released in 2010. Happy Feet 2! Happy Feet 2 was not released. <laughs> but... My birthday! Your birthday was 2011. <laughs> It's good Aladdin. That. Aladdin. <laughs> um, let's just say films that we're just thinking off the top I'm of our head. Turning, I'm, I'm just chicken. Gonna, I'm turning Jeff into the, into the only adult in the podcast. <laughs> it's getting out of control. Yeah, chicken little. <laughs> chicken little. Oh. What about the giant shark over there? Jaws. Jaws. <laughs> no. Okay. So 2010. Shocknado, maybe. 2010 was a great year for film and especially animated movies. <laughs> so as well as Legend Curtains. of the Garden. Curtains. Curtains. <laughs> 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 You're out of control. That kind of surprise you had before. It's crazy. No. Okay. So there's a couple good movies that you'll really like in this year, Evie. Okay. Curtains. Just let's, <laughs> let's rein it in. Focus, okay. focus. <laughs> All right. So the number one film for 2010 was Toy Story 3. 
Oh! I think there's a Toy Story 5. Four? No, four coming. Four coming out. This year? Three was scary, man. Yeah, a bit And sad. it made me cry. Almost made me cry anyway. I got about s- the, what about the Toy Story Crossy Road? Toy Story Crossy Road is fun. We play Toy Story Crossy Road. Oh, what's that? It's pretty much Frogger. But with Disney characters. Oh, cool. That's awesome. Yeah. And so we play that when we're usually waiting at the doctors or waiting for something. We used to watch the Toy Story, those little mini movies. Yeah. Heaps, yeah. That are done by um, Tom Hanks' brother. Yeah, that's interesting, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Video Flamingo's releases? (laughs) Flamingo's releases? You're crazy. Um. (laughs) <laughs> Have you been drinking from my cup? <laughs> no. Okay, just make sure because mine's a special cup. Stop, stop sniffing that unicorn pen. Um, <laughs> Toy Story three was actually it was a really good film. I loved. Um, I tell you what, I loved, I loved it. Ken. The moment I'm sniffing Ken's my really pen. funny. Okay, thank you. Um, <laughs> I love it. Oh yeah, yeah. It's awesome. All right, do you need a minute? Nah, keep okay, so Toy Story 3, one of my favourite moments, and you might have liked this bit. Have you seen Toy Story 3? Yeah? The moment where Mr. Potato Head um, loses all these parts and oh. he puts them in a tortilla. Oh, that's so funny. That is awesome. Yeah. I love Toy Story 3, man. It's so Seriously, good, what isn't a it? great show. That was just, it was when just was an amazing Toy Story time. 1 released? Oh, in the 90s, maybe 96, something around then. Yeah, so, yeah, exactly. Oh, that is and awesome. It, yeah, it's great, and it's watching it. And when you watch it, you go, "Wow, that is." You old. can. I remember when it came out, and it was like the animation was phenomenal. But if you went from Toy Story three back and watched Toy Story one, you're like, "Oh, goodness. yeah." Especially that evil kid. What's that evil kid's name? Sid. Sid, man, Sid looks awful. Yeah, he does. does <laughs> you can't he? really see the difference between Sid's his skin. The, Sid's the bad guy in the first Toy Story. Yeah, remember with the, the one dog. who who melts the all the um and does bad things to the toys. The um the. Guy that's like a robot type. No, no. That he's evil. Which guy? Oh, Which Zerg. Guy? Yeah. Zerg. Ah. Yeah. No. Nah. Yeah. Sid's Sid's the boy next door that puts Buzz Lightyear on a rocket. Oh, I remember. Yeah. yeah. So that's I don't. I haven't seen Face. <laughs> you don't. Hey, <laughs> 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 good. good yeah, I'm glad we got that Just out. Play along with it. <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> the number two film for 2010 was Tim Burton's Alice in Wonderland. That was, seriously, surprisingly, I enjoyed that film. Yeah, me too. And I think it was one of Johnny Depp's underrated um, roles. Very much so. I don't think I've seen that. Haven't you? It's a bit grown up. It'd be really cool if they played on the tragedy of him. I wish there was a kid's version. Yeah, yeah. Wait, was Alice in Wonderland? Yes. Yeah. Have you seen it? No, you haven't. I have seen Alice in Wonderland. Not the cartoon. It was like a a, a movie version. Yeah, it was a movie oh. version. And there's a big dragon in it. And then there's the um, a big lady with a big head. No. Yeah. yeah. Says, yeah. Off with his head. Off with his head. Oh, the, and then our old the friend. The queen of the night. The queen of the hearts. Queen of hearts. Queen of hearts. And our old friend Crispin. Yeah, She's Crispin like, Glover. Off with the head. Yes. Yeah. Very off. fitting. And oh, on that hand. day, I dance, shall fotowacken <laughs> vigorously. <laughs> <laughs> um, third film uh, in the worldwide box office for that year was Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 1. Ooh. I have only seen the first movie. I know. Maybe when you're nine, you can Get watch it. Gets a little them. dark. No, eight. We'll see. 
We'll see. <laughs> Gets a little dark. Number four is a little kid's film called Inception. Oh, yeah. Have you seen Inception? I don't care. <laughs> it's a grown-up <laughs> film. Can't just watch a bit of it. <laughs> it's. Uh, I think I'm due to revisit Inception. Yeah, man. Oh, it's it's seriously. It's still an awesome. Phenomenal film. film. At number five, Shrek Forever After. Oh. Do you Boo. like Shrek? This is actually. Remember, we've watched it. We have. We've watched all the Shreks. Now, every episode we talk about Shrek, Craig mentions. Uh, Justin Timberlake. Justin Timberlake. And this is finally the Justin Timberlake film, Craig. We've worked <laughs> our way through every Shrek and this is the one where you can actually it say It just hurts me, man. It just hurts me. As an annoying uh, annoying teen. The problem is I love Justin Timberlake. What about Donkey? As an actor. Donkey's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's a good actor. I love you Justin You watch Social Timberlake. Network. Yeah, he's amazing he's, in it. He's awesome. As, he's an awesome actor. I just, yeah. yeah. Nope. That one, yeah, he's his What's voice. What's Pocahontas releasing? No, Pocahontas. What about was not. Pocahontas 2? No. Is there, a, is there a two? Where does yeah. she go? There is a part yeah. two. Where does she go? Uh, is it still America? She, the, she goes, or she goes back. She goes oh, back to the place I'll, where um, the guy lived that she was going to get married. Yeah, she goes to. back with John. Yeah, she does in them. But does, then. She doesn't in history he too. Tries she was only to, 13. He tries to escape <laughs> from someone that was bad and like. Um, he changed his whole life in that. So uh-huh. she got married to someone else. Oh. oh. There we wow. go. So I've not there seen you go. Awesome. Not What seen about it. Tarzan 2? But did you like the movie? <laughs> uh, listen. Did you Evie? like the movie, Evie? Yeah. Pocahontas 2, do you like it? Yeah. Awesome. Okay, cool. Okay, there's yeah. your review. Let's let's just not keep shouting out movie names. Mm. I'll tell you because I'm reading them out. I've got a list, uh. okay? <laughs> just be patient. What about Tarzan? <laughs> listen. Um, speaking of painful films... <laughs> Uh, Twilight Saga Eclipse Eclipse Which one's this? The third one Is it the third? Third one? Because there were yeah, four yeah, books right. all Yeah, up. that's right Dawn is the um, oh, That's wow. all we need to talk about that um, actually, yeah, that's, that's all we need to do I saw a really funny um, interview the other day Which was this actor, uh, British actor I think his name might be Oh man, I can't, I can't remember it Um but essentially, he was working on a sitcom with Taylor Lautner, and his sister was a huge fan, and um, and so she was like this huge Twilight nerd when Twilight was out. So um, on the last day of filming, he's like, "Oh my goodness, I've worked with Taylor Lautner for this time, and my sister's never met him." So he thought, "I'll be really nice and get Taylor Lautner to stand sort of off to the side, and what he'd do is he'd FaceTime his sister." Yeah. So that he'd talk to her for a bit and then he, Taylor Lautner would pop in and be like, hello, and she'd be like, oh, my goodness, I'm eating Taylor Lautner. <laughs> and so he said that um, they had this rule that you never call in the daytime unless someone had died. Um, so he FaceTimes in the middle of the day, forgetting it. And she's like, it's like, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? He's like, oh, oh, no, 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 don't worry. No one died. And she's like, oh. And so he like talks for a little bit and then um, Taylor Lautner like, Popped in and goes, hello. And <laughs> and she's like, hello. And the 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 brother like gave the phone to Taylor Lautner. And he's like, how you doing? I've been hoping I get to meet you. And she's like, yeah, that's nice. Thanks. And was like really short and kept saying all these things. She'd be like, yep, nope, yep, nope. And then <laughs> and so Taylor Lautner's like, oh, well, better get back to set. Lovely meeting you. She's like, okay, bye. And then hands the phone over to the brother. And he's like, oh. What the heck? 
I just organised that to Taylor Lautner. You just shut him down. Went nice and all. She's like, you idiot. I'm sitting on the toilet taking a poo. That <laughs> 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 was the best. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> oh, that's something totally that had happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> so good. <laughs> so good. There you go. Something good to come oh, out of Twilight. That's brilliant. That's brilliant. Also released. The only in- good thing to come out of Twilight. <laughs> Also released, hey, we got Robert Pattinson. Yeah, true. true. And we would have got him anyway. We would have got him. We would have got him anyway. Yeah, Cedric Diggory was already. Is yeah. Twilight like Twilight Sparkle? No, definitely not like Twilight Sparkle. You don't want to know about Twilight. Yeah, you don't. It's okay. not worth your time. Um, the num- Aim higher. The number seven film for the year was Iron Man 2. Ooh. I haven't seen that. No. When you're a bit older, it's M rated, so. Oh. You've got to be a bit older for that one. Yep. Yep. Um, now, you might need your mic for this one. At number eight was Tangled, the story of Rapunzel. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I've never seen it. What's it about? Oh, What's it about, Eva? You've seen it. No, I've never seen it. Yeah, you have. No. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. Tell me, who was it? Yeah, you did. Tell me, tell me, what's it about? Isn't it about um, a spider that gets his legs tangled? Yeah. Yeah, cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is not. <laughs> you two are as bad as each other. <laughs> the story of Rapunzel and Flynn Rider, and the, yeah. and that crazy awesome horse, and and Zachary and they, Levi, yeah, Mister Shazam, Shazam, two weeks in a row, number one. I know. And Mary yeah. Poppins. Mary Poppins isn't in this. <laughs> uh, also <laughs> released Disney. <laughs> remember, remember, I said this was a great year for animated film. Yeah. Also released in 2010, Despicable Me. Oh man, I've watched that so many yeah. times. Man. That yeah. is one dang good film. I love the Despicable Me. Yeah. It's so funny. It sure is. Also I love released. Minions, man. Keep holding on to that, Mike Evey. Also released in 2010 at number 10 on the box office for the year, How to Train Your Dragon. Oh, yay. I've never seen it. Now there's a three and (laughs) there's a light fury. Yeah, a light fury. Evie is quite impressed by the light fury. And they have babies. A a night light. A night light. (laughs) (laughs) A night light theory. That's awesome. That's awesome. The night light theory. I'd like a night light. The night light theory because there's there's toothless had a baby with the light. Yeah. So a night theory and a light theory. So it's a night light theory. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's one of the movies, obviously, I want to see. But I've only never seen any of them at the theatre. Oh, they're glorious. I've always just, for some reason, something's happened and I've always had had to watch them. You've got a TV now, Craig, that basically is going to the Yeah, so so you may as well just get them in. Yeah, it's it's already out on Blu-ray, so. Now, um, on top of this, uh, some other films were released, Craig, and I just threw a few on here. Um, Speaking of Justin Timberlake, The Social Network was released. What a great film, I know. That's another film I've just got to revisit. Oh. I've got to revisit. I just keep thinking about it and keep thinking about it and just... David Fincher, he was, I was actually thinking today, what was I watching? Oh, I started watching The Terror, the TV show with, um. Oh, with Kieran s- Hines? Yeah, yeah. Mm. So good, Craig. Oh, man. Awesome. Done. I'll I got a, it. um, yeah, I, I got a free trial of Amazon Prime for 30 days. And yeah. it's got a lot of good content on there. So the, the Terror is one that's on there. So I started watching that, but I was thinking about it. 
And I was just like, there's so much detail in this. It just reminds me of someone that had this real sort of finchery vibe, but in that period setting. Yeah. Um, again, uh, I love Jared Harris. So he's, he's amazing in uh, Benjamin Button. Um, so I was just thinking, oh man, I could sit down and I could talk about a David Fincher film. For ages, hours but after that's each. that's the brilliance of David Fincher, man. It sure is. Like, you know, we always talk about Snyder being close to a great director. That's where Fincher is. Oh, Fincher is consistently great. Yeah, exactly. Like exactly. Like you know, he's yeah. Just bang, 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 bang. If you think Fincher goes from Alien Three to the game, <laughs> you know, like it's he's basically a, a master oh, from film three. Yeah, exactly. He's <laughs> just amazing. Amazing. Um, also released was The King's Speech. It was the, the big speech. Oscar darling that year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I interviewed Jeffrey You Rushford did, Jeffrey Rush, the director. Yes, Tom Hooper. Yeah, and Brooke was my, phot- my wife was my photographer. Yeah. Yes, that's your <laughs> name, Jeffrey. Jeffrey, it is. It is. Thank you. <laughs> um, that was good. Yeah, uh, I remember little, that. And we uh, asked him about Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, you did. Pirates of the Caribbean. See if he was going to return to yeah. the suit. Um, also released was Tron Legacy. <laughs> Hugely underrated, Craig. Man, and they keep teasing us. They keep teasing us. And I still watch that film, man. Yeah, same. I bust it out all the time. I know, isn't it? And it looks beautiful. I, I actually got to see it. Oh, I went for Cinefuls and I watched it in 3D at IMAX. Yeah, I think you did. Yeah. And it was insane. I loved it because it was so... If anyone has a 3D television and a 3D possibilities of playing. Get it because it's really cool. Within the real world, the film is 2D. And then once you enter the Tron world, it's in 3D. <sighs> it's such a clever clever um, usage of the technology. And I love the fact that there was so much... They were building up to a, such a beautiful mythology. Yeah. Um, and I loved... I think that is one of my films that I just wished they just kept making more of you know what i mean like that and john carter yeah that and john carter you know what i mean two two actors who at the same time could have been a lot bigger than they were on Garrett the Hedlund cusp and, um, weren't they and taylor well i've got his name kitsch 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 awesome in true detective yeah taylor kitsch was awesome. really oh man season I, two i just think Garrett Hedlund could have been awesome Oh, Garrett Hedlund, he, he was almost, almost uh, Captain America. He was. And it's almost like, oh, what's his name? The dude that um, he was in uh, The Predator. He was also in Suicide Squad. Oh, not Suicide Squad. Oh, man. The Narcos guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's good, man. See, yeah, he's, he's almost, Predators, yeah, and he he's almost in- become what Garrett Hedlund could have been. Yeah, exactly, man. He's really good, man. He's yeah, really he's cool, good. isn't he? Yeah. Um, also released was Scott Pilgrim versus the World. <laughs> you know I, I watched it the other film, day Greg. from start to finish, so man. So good. Yeah, it's so Edgar good. Right, marry me. Um, and buried, buried, man. My brother Frank hates it. Hates. Oh, it. Come on, Frank. Oh, he hates. He come hates on, bad Frank. endings. He hates. Come on, you have Road a brother. Well. Pardon? You have a brother? Yeah, Jeff. Yeah, brother from another brother. mother. Yeah, the brother. Yeah, the brother. <laughs> now, yeah, I have two older brothers. Two, two. I'm the youngest brother. He's a baby boy. I'm my baby. <laughs> <laughs> baby back, baby back. Um, Ribs. So this is the first year, the first episode we've done that has not had a Robert Zemeckis film be part of that year. 
Oh. Zack Snyder's released a film the same year as the Robert Zemeckis film until now. Ah. So there we are. New things. Also, this is our first Australian film on the podcast. Yay! Which is pretty exciting, G'day, isn't it? Very exciting. So, Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Listen, before we get deep into the film, let's just take a moment because I reckon this is one that's going to, if we're going to throw a little pun in there, it's going to fly under the radar a bit, Craig. <laughs> Um, I think I think um But it's quite the hoot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm I didn't get it. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> Most people don't. Um yeah, I know. All right, so let's just take a moment, Evie. Soren. Soren, yeah. Uh, we'll talk about Soren in a moment. Let's just stop. For those people at home who haven't got an idea of what the, the legend of the Guardians is about, let's stop, take a moment, and let's just hear about it. It's a tale as old as time. A pair of brothers are thrown into a series of events that ultimately leave them to head down two very different paths. One good, one evil. It is an epic fantasy film that is part Lord of the Rings, part 300, with the touch of the dark crystal. Oh, and all the characters are owls. Let's talk about The Legend of the Guardians. The owl's Okay, so, Evie. Yeah? Craig just asked you a question while we were off air for a moment there. What do you What do you feel the um, Legend of the Guardians is about? What's it all about? I feel like it's like just because you're brothers doesn't mean you always have to do the same things, but it's good to help one another, oh. even if they don't help you. Oh! I like how it's all like with all these details in it and it's a really fun movie. Yeah. Now you just took it to a place that I've never seen it. Yeah. And that's very logical too. Morals. I know, man. So I, I, morals. Look, I'm oh, very man, proud of you. That's great, Evie. I feel belittled. Um, <laughs> so I loved it that went there. That was there. awesome. That was awesome, that Evie. That was awesome. So let's go to what we'd normally do, which <laughs> I is... I just talk about ours fighting. Flamingo. <laughs> flamingo? No, flamingos in this movie, girlfriend. Um, so but they're a bird. They are a bird, so and you know what? You get too excited, be. you pop a flamingo. They're 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 in the six they're in the sixteenth book, Evie. The, the sixth of the flamingos. <laughs> yeah, that's where they visit Las Vegas. The owls go to Vegas. It's like the hangover. They visit a giant microphone. <laughs> a giant microphone. Okay, cool. Um, so, guys, yes. let's start with Evie, and then we'll go to Craig. What did you expect from? The, how long's it been since you've seen this movie, Evie? Um. It's Talking probably to your been, mic. That's pretty important. It's probably been about a few years a few since years. I saw it. Yep. Because we've forgotten all about it since it hasn't been the school holidays for a while. Yeah. And I've uh. probably not remembered about it at all. Yep. Yeah, you're so yep. old. It gets like that when you get old. What about you, nah. Craig? How long, eight, how you know? long has it been since <laughs> you've seen it? Oh, years, man. Yeah. I wasn't sure I had it. That's yeah, okay, wow. That's how long long I had. It was one of the original buys I bought um, for ages ago. So, yeah, it, I, I hadn't seen it since the movie, since the theatre. Oh, wow. What do you think? Well, I hadn't. we're talking about how long it's been oh. since we've seen it. But what? thanks for going how there. Long? How long has it been for me? Um, it's probably been as long as Evie because uh, <laughs> I, I generally watch it with Evie. Um, there was a time we watched it quite a lot. I remember on my little... Nerd out list of how many films I've seen. 
it's pretty darn high on the most watched movie list. I'm surprised I hadn't watched it in the I last six years, at least with Tarzan. Carter. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's. I g- always watched Tarzan when I was younger. I just loved it. Yeah, Tarzan. Yeah. Cool. You know, my favorite thing about the Tarzan movie was what they released uh, a double quarter pounder with bacon at McDonald's at the oh, same I time. Oh, I remember that. Man, that was so good. There was a Tarzan burger. Oh. oh. <laughs> I got so fat at that movie. time because <laughs> I was quit, quit smoking around that time too. Yes. Yeah. You were doing it. If I remember rightly, Craig would walk to work and get a sausage roll with sauce on his way. No, no, no. I'd get, um, I'd get um, a cheese and bacon croissant. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yes. From that little bakery that used to be around the corner. are they? Yeah, man. That's how I cheese went from bacon croissant. 63 kilos up to 112. <laughs> oh, oh, we're just having an on-air board meeting. We're having an on-air board meeting. Now. Um, we're doing all right, Evie. You don't need to worry about how You're long we've been going for. You're doing great. Okay. You're doing great. Yeah. So, Evie, what did you expect watching the film? Like thinking about what you've what you'd watched previously. What did you expect from the movie watching it this time? Well, some of it I've forgotten about. I expected like when. Uh, um, Clad died and oh, like dropping big spoilers. He didn't. He didn't die though. He didn't die. He did. No, no, he didn't. Yeah, he did. No, he no, didn't. He yeah. got. He got no, defeated they never found in the battle. His body. Nah. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, it's a battle on air. They, nah, he went into it's the fire. even at the end. Yeah, he went in the fire. The but even at the end, Metal Beak's mask was taken away by someone. Yeah, exactly. And they, and they, they even yeah. say they say they never found Clud's body. Yeah, and then you see him standing. So front they of the expect that Clud might end up being Metal Beak one day, which is <sighs> Ryan. Quant- I hope they make a yeah. second movie. <laughs> Ryan Quant from True Blood. Ryan Quant, great Australian Sounds actor. Like it's yeah, raining. I've seen his booty heaps. Yeah, it might be. It's raining. <laughs> it's pouring. The old man is pouring. <laughs> <laughs> it is raining outside the studio. Pumped his hand on the back of got concussed and nearly died. <laughs> 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 but that was because he went to sleep after bonking his head. Yeah, exactly. You're not meant to go to sleep after you bonk in your head. You go to the hospital and try and get it fixed. Yeah, and they put a needle in your ear. Nah. They do, it's true. Nah. It's true, it's true. Nah. It's true, and they put coffee, they squeeze coffee into your ear. Ew, nah. that yeah. doesn't seem good they at all. They do that to you. Yeah, oh. that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes so, I wish I could take a hit of coffee that fresh. <laughs> <laughs> in my eyeball. Um, Craig, what did you expect from the film going into it? Um, oh. Man, I was a bit. Lo- I was like, "Oh yeah, this is gonna be a one of those animated." Because when I remembered it, I remembered it as a film that was fun, but it wasn't. You know, I wasn't superbly out of this world impressed. I was impressed by the animation. Yep. Always impressed by the animation and all yep. the logic. I love you, but um, the film itself, I was like, "Yeah, it was a bit, bit weird," and yep. I never had fond memories. Even though it's funny to say that. I couldn't remember much of it. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? I remember him flying through the circle thingy. Oh, the whooshing vortex the whooshy, of yeah, rain. Yeah, the whooshy. Let's just call it the whooshy. The whooshy. Do the chicken the dance. Chicken <laughs> Can you do dance? the chicken dance in the movie? I've no. done the chicken, I've done the chicken <laughs> dance today in a shopping centre and Brooke got, Brooke, got him, Brooke got embarrassed. Oh. I'll dance it to Rihanna. I think for me, I was actually... I was unsure what I was going to expect from the film. Hmm. Um, I was very intrigued after looking at depth about Zack Snyder's work. 
on how that would translate to a kid's film. Yeah. Um, and I think if we can go there for a moment, it almost felt like two movies in terms of almost as if someone directed the first half of the film. Then yeah. it became very clear that Snyder directed the second half of the film. Yeah, yeah. Um, so there were these very Snyder moments once they got to um, the the l- place where they were Saint Alabans or Albans yeah. or whatever it is. Um, once they got there, that really felt like we were in a Snyder world. Like the owl tree. No, nah, not the owl tree. The the place where they took the kidnapped um, owls. 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 Like yeah. for the moon blinking. Yeah, for yeah. the moon blinking. That was freaky. The was the moon blinking, blinking scary? Um, it was when Eglantina got it. Because yeah. like, it was kind of sad as well. Because when you first see the movie, it feels kind of sad. Because like... You think she's not going to be better. Yeah. Even though she does. Were you worried she wasn't going to get better? Yeah. When I first time, the first time I saw it, I was worried that she wasn't going to get better. better. Yeah. So, <laughs> in the books, have you yeah. gotten anywhere near that? Um, no. Well, so, do they explain the moon blinking more? Because admittedly, I had to press pause on this film because I had my wife and Carter ask me, I don't get it. Yeah. And I'm like, well, owls sleep owls hey. are awake at night and they sleep during the day. So I think it's like just reversing your brain somehow, but they're like, Yeah, but how? Look yeah, at it now. Did it remind you of the Dark Crystal? Yeah. The whole the whole, it's it's like you said, it's a great what you said earlier. It's it's it is it seems like two separate films. Yeah. Sounds like um it's like Zack Snyder trying to be a family man. And yeah. they're realising he's Zack Snyder. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> Wait, is it Twilight from the movie? Twilight from the movie? That you are talking about before? No. Oh. No, no. Because it's a Twilight. There is a lot of sparkle in it. Yeah, there is. <laughs> Twilight um, sparkle. It is. <laughs> Twilight is full of sparkle. It is like Snyder decided, oh, I know what I'm doing now. It's all good. We can move on. Yeah. Um, And the moon blinking thing is weird. In the book, it's really interesting. The... um. Clud in the film, his journey. So in the film that the two owls, um, they sort of start going down separate paths yeah. as they get kidnapped. Yeah. Um, pretty much Soren is that moment. You know when they fall out of the branches, like they're pretending they're trying to fly. And yeah, they're, yeah, they're branching. They're we branching. sort of got up to that path. Yeah. So they're, they're branching. That doesn't happen in the books. What happens is Soren just finds himself falling in the middle of the night and he hits the ground. Yeah. And you're you're led to the assumption that Clud's pushed him out of the, oh, the wow. nest. Oh, so and so, evil. So Clud, and it says it a few times, Clud is just born bad. Oh. So he's just a bad yeah, person from the start. Maybe, so is that why they call him Clud? Because I would be cranky if I got called Clud. <laughs> it's a and bit my of brother a gets called Soren. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I get called Clud. Like I feel like maybe, I should be driving a pickup. Maybe <laughs> in the book, um, that might what might happen is they might Clud actually might be Metal Beak, and he actually could turn evil well, against him. We'll, we'll oh. see when we read the book. A I bit really more. hope that's what the case is. Yeah, that'd be <laughs> then cool. Then it'd be wouldn't interesting. It? And Can they call him Metal Clud? <laughs> no, they should call him <laughs> Clud the Metal Beak. Oh, oh Clud okay, the Metal cool, Beak. Cool. Okay. 
It's very uh, Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It does, does. <laughs> like so, someone the mountain just crushes their head. Yeah, whoa. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's really interesting in the book because I think I prefer the way the movie tackles it, which is we watch the two brothers mm. being raised really well but yeah. then journeying in two different paths as they get to make choices on yeah, whether exactly. they're going to follow once, something. Once they're... Um, it, I think it's good because it shows the core of them a bit more. Yeah. You know, because they're, they're put in dangerous situations and you see how each one reacts. And, yeah. like, also, so, like... So you see Clyde say, is a little bit of a scaredy cat. They yeah. say that, like, um, that what happens is, like, they also have, like... When they first have their pellet and first yeah, meet, first bone do, ceremony and all that. Yeah, so they go into a bit more detail in the books, Craig, about first the, the the journey and Al takes the steps they take to to and learn the first to fly. First so yeah, so Good, I hope ha- I hope they do because I really want to figure out. There's a couple of things I'm just unsure. So the metal, yeah. So the metal pellets, yeah, the metal pellets which they found in. Inside the, the mouse? Inside of, inside of inside of the pellet from the mouse. Yeah, so yeah, they, they, so they ex- find it inside basically the regurgitation of yeah, the bird. Yeah, so they, they talk about how owls have these different stages of life where they're fed like a, t- a type of food that yeah. then they then later on they're given their first meat and then they're given their first skin and yeah. then they're able to eat a whole mouse themselves. And that regurgitation, the the metal. We haven't got to the bit in the book about the metal yet, but yeah, because that I was yeah, confused by that. I'm like, that's just I, a you long know, you just throw in. it off as a MacGuffin. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you don't. But the funny thing, and this is one of the things that threw me off about the world, I guess, is because the world's trying to build a mythology. It's a long yeah. way in though. Yeah. In the movie, but it's like a long way coming through. Yeah, it is. But you got to know what the metal does. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like I don't understand the metal. Enough. Where the metal comes from? Yeah, why? Why, why yeah. is it doing what it does? Yeah. Like, if they could just say, you know, yeah, it's a magic metal. You know, that belonged to the world before us, or something like when, that. When, when I found that there was the three books in the one film, yeah, it made a lot of sense. So, because so, do you know where what the first books? No, the three books. I, I think then? so. One's called the Gathering. One's called the, the Capture. The Capture's the first one. The next one's the gathering, which is when they go to the tree. Yeah, which would make sense. Yeah, they gather up at the tree. Are you going to go get the books, are you? Okay, you go get the books and then we can talk about it. And, yeah, and so the three books, I think it all leads to the, what's the echidna? Oh, no, what's the, man, this is the problem. There is such a mythology that they're trying to build. Yeah. I think at times they get lost in it. Exactly. And, and it's it, almost assumed that you know what they're talking about. It's, and it's one of those things where they go, oh, yeah, you should have read the book. Yeah. that's what I, that's what And that's one of the things about the film that threw me off. I think if they... Um, yeah. You know, because you can do sh- strong mythology. Yeah. Like, and leave a question there. You know, you don't have to explain everything. You don't have to ever explain. But you need to, you need to brace it in a fact where, like, let's say... Perfect example, John Wick. Yep. You don't need to understand how the Continental. No, no, not at all. All the what the gold coins represent. Yep. But you feel the mythology around them, and they feel logical in how they work. Yeah. But the the metal, the glowing metal. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't understand why. Yeah. So, and I guess the glowing metal and the effect it has on the gizzards. Yeah. 
for the Gizzards being what? Their well, core, their the, soul? The, oh, you got all the books. Oh, okay. Awesome. We only need the first three, but that's, thank you, getting them all. Can you get oh, one, wow. two, and three? Jeez, they're hardcore. Yeah, so there's the like. Burning. There's just. I think yeah. I'm going to borrow this after you. Yeah, go for it. That's all right. Go for it. They look pretty cool. I think so that's the end. The rescue, it? the journey, and the rescue. So there's like, you know, all these bits that are coming together to make this film. And the wow. gizzard, the gizzard's an interesting thing, Craig. So there are all these moments in the book that they talk about a bit more. Yeah. That makes sense. The siege. Thanks, Evie. Um, they're all out of order now, though. Um, <laughs> but. Oh, okay, oh, cool. Oh, Great cool. job. Thank you. We're just going to talk about something else for a moment, okay? But you can Hansel. have a look at them. Um, <laughs> so the gizzard is almost like it's their way of saying your gut feeling. Yeah, and that's what I assumed. You yeah. know what I mean? Like they felt you could feel it in your gizzard. Yeah, boy. yeah. You know, they explain, they explain that. And I just, But I then to say it's your gut feeling and then to have the magic metal Affect your gizzard. Affect them. They go, only only creatures. That's why it doesn't affect the bats because they're only creatures with gizzards. Yeah, which you go, I'm well, guessing like a soul. So it's not a, it's, yeah, exactly. That's so why I was like, is it a soul? So that makes the metal yeah. soul. It's just... <laughs> look, if I can describe the film in, in a real um, sort of... It's just clunky. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's clunky. And it's almost like... It's almost like um, Zack Snyder had to come into it. Yes. With um, animation already built. Yeah. Well, you know I mean, like with story. And hearing with, that yeah. they've worked on it for years. Exactly. It makes sense. Yeah. See, yeah. It's, it's, it's a bit tricky. Yeah. She just showed me with the ravens. Yeah. Now, remember you saw the ravens in the film. You go, what the hell? Yeah, yeah. And then they're gone. Yeah. And then they're hanging out with the echidna and you're like, what's going on? Yeah. And it's meant to be Australia and it's not a kookaburra. Yeah. What's it's, it go? Or an emu. Or an emu. Exactly. Yeah. And what world weird. is this? Is this the world after humans? Maybe. Hey, let's just posit that animal logic is starting to create their own um, their own shared universe. And uh, this is happening during Mad Max Fury Road. Awesome. That'd be awesome. On the good part of the world. Yeah, on the good part. Um, but, yeah, it is. It just feels, to me, it just feels like the um, the world is too rich. Yeah. And I've missed out on something. Uh, yeah, exactly. And I think they could have, um, I know it sounds silly, but I think they could have been clearer in their exposition. Yeah. So, look, I understand the joy of seeing the kids acting as these as the heroes. Yeah. But it would have been good if, you know how they looked up, you know, and they looked up to the pictures they're drawn on the wall. Yep. And then you see a couple of, you know, flim- they could have done an awesome Guillermo del Toro type, you know, spin where they explained it a little bit more about the world. Yeah. It didn't have to be long. Yeah. It could have been, and you know, Snyder could have, and the irony of it is, is Snyder, his ability, he could have, he could have explained Pretty much the whole plot line in the first five minute introduction. Definitely. He he done it with the Watchmen. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. And that spans 30, 40 years. Yeah. So that's what it makes me feel like that Snyder maybe jumped into it a little bit later. You know what I mean? Like it's almost like um, Snyder's name was attached, you know, like I I, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying Snyder like put his name on something that wasn't his. I think he put a lot of work into it. Yes. I just don't. Can I throw something out? Snyder's. The, the the um here's something I'm throwing out there. 
is that quite often with animated films, let's say... There's a lot of flamingos. No. <laughs> <laughs> I do love a consistency. Man, that flamingos is awesome. <laughs> um, quite often we... There is. Hey, hey, hey. There's a lot of flamingos. Do you know what people love about this podcast? We don't talk over the top of each other. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Dad boys. So a lot of the times with animated films, say a Pixar film. Yeah. They mm-hmm. give a up-and-coming artist within the ranks, yeah. an opportunity to direct, but they're guided by another director and they co-direct together. This feels like this was going like to be... Tarzan? Not like Tarzan, but I like how you keep going back to Tarzan. Sort of like The Good Dinosaur is a good example. Oh, okay. The Good Dinosaur was an animator who got his chance to direct a film. Yeah. And um, I think Lee Unkrich comes along and helps him co-direct through it. What? So, That's weird. so it's almost as if someone at Animal Logic had a shot of making a film. Hey, yeah. don't hit your mic. Okay. Um, had a shot at making a film and then they were like, we could attach Zack Snyder to this. He's done some really successful films and um, this will help boost the sales of this film. That may be a little strange for people. Yeah, exactly. And I look, but I guess, and you know what? And this is one of the funny things about this film. Yeah. And there's another, I guess, option of um, another possible theory. Okay, so we're talking just complete another theory. Yeah. Zack Snyder got lost in the animation because he doesn't feel... You know how we always talk about Zack Snyder's beanbags? Yes. <laughs> okay, I'm being very nice. Yeah. So, okay, yeah, John he, is. he loves beanbags. He loves beanbags. Yeah, um, big ones. Yeah. I don't think he was comfortable on those beanbags yeah. in this film. No, and it feels like it, doesn't it? It does. It does. Like, you see some brilliant shots. You know, you see be- you see his animation. You see He's his vision. He's in it. He's vis- like, like there's, a, there's the scene at the end where um, where Zoran and Metalbeak. Yeah. And he pulls up the stick. Like, yeah, he's yeah, grabbing yeah. for the stick. And you see it slow down in his lightning. And the a metal beak's about to screech. Oh, it grabs Zoran. Yes. And there's that black and white, that dark filter. And it looks... It's one of the best, most beautiful scenes you'll ever see. And and then he obviously stabs him. And then my son goes, I don't get it. He stabbed him with a stick. <laughs> I'm like, you just killed the scene. <laughs> but... You know what I mean? That's Snyder. I think those Snyder moments, and even the moments where they first have the battle and the metal claws are coming together and the scraping along the mask, all those things, um, the Snyder moments feel so him. But I think my biggest problem with the film is that when it's not those moments, it feels not him. Yeah. And it's the only time that I think we don't get Snyder in a film. Yeah. Actually, there's a question I want to ask Evie. Evie. Sorry, I'm Question interrupting you. You're stacking here. <laughs> now, when you first watched this film, were you confused on who were good and who were bad? Yeah. So the look of them. Yeah. Cause so like, was Carter. Like when It's very hard to tell which album. When you see Soren and Clyde, you, th- you know they're brothers and like you would think they would both be good and you wouldn't be expecting them to be 
taken from other people. Yeah. And, like, you wouldn't expect Clyde to be evil at all. Yeah. Like, I see, obviously, once again, I see what Snyder's doing, you know. Not all the, you know, the beautiful white bird who's evil. You know, yeah. remember her? What's yeah, her? I yeah. forgot her name. But, um, is that La- Helen Mirren? Lady, no. no um, hold on. Helen Mirren plays someone. She plays maybe the Are you sure Helen Mirren? Yeah, man. Well, Look, I, I got the list here. it. Oh, indeed. Oh, did you? Go crazy. But, I know, because I just wanted to know who a couple of the voices were. You know, you hear a voice, you go, I know that voice. But, um, and so, you know, look, and I I agree, you don't need to be stereotyped because obviously the the hero, what's the hero's name? The old, um, the old warrior. You know, the play by Jeffrey. Liza will kill. Liza will kill, yeah. So he obviously does, it's awesome. I love the fact that he doesn't look like. Your average hero. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's yeah. smaller. He's not a Taito. Yeah. Um, and I, the Taito is an important family part. Of, yeah. 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 And so Soren and Clud are Taitos. They're Taitos. And yeah. there are other Taitos in the bad else. Yeah. So yeah, it's exactly. almost showing that anyone could be bad. Exactly. And then it also shows that anyone could be good. Yeah. You know, and so I guess when you look at it like that, yeah, that's great. But yeah. when you're looking at it through. And I wanted to see through a kid's eyes because yeah. Carter was like, but, you know, she saw the, he saw the king and queen. He's like, but they're bad. Yeah. Like, no, 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 they're the good ones. Well, how are they the good ones? Because they I go, look well, like the other ones. Yeah, they look like them. But he was also, there was also the, some of the scenes. Yeah. So obviously there's a little bit of darkness in, you know, at the tree and there's a little bit of darkness yeah. up there. And he's like, where are we now? And you could see some of his eyes. He was just basically like, I don't know where we are. Carter be like, are we at the bad place or are we at the good place now? Yeah. I don't know. We're at, listen to the music. We're at the good place. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? And that's how I had to use my indication. But yeah, and so he got confused in that. So I just wanted to I see. guess when you think of Snyder's other films though, his moments of good and bad, say 300. Yeah. There's a consistent feel throughout the film. He's very clear. Like, look, there's... There's very little subtlety to yeah. Snyder, yeah. And so I guess when you start to like, when you start to see him trying to be subtle, it doesn't. Yeah, you like it. Doesn't uh, it, it feels, feels a bit, muddled? Yeah, yeah, it <laughs> does, doesn't it? Yeah. And I think, in a way, and this is just something I thought of right now, is the moments when he's home, and when he goes to the tree with the the guardians of Garhul. Mm-hmm. It's bright and beautiful and colourful. Yeah. And it's almost like those moments of safety are when it's bright and great. Yeah, exactly, yeah. But, like, when, when you hear about in the story that they once attacked the tree, yeah. you would think they would have moved to a different tree. You well. would. That would be the logical <laughs> thing to do is to go to a different tree, wouldn't well, it? Well, you never know. Sometimes, you know. They might really love the tree. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They might love Otherwise it. Otherwise, it wouldn't be the tree of Gahul. Well, yeah. the tree had something special about it as well. Yeah, there was so he hints at it. There's like there's fire at its center. Yeah, or something like that, which keeps everybody warm because that's when Eliza Kill goes, "Fire! It's a key, and it keeps the tree alive." Yeah, yeah. Now, Evie, I said, um, can I just ask, are you done? Yes. You you're done and <laughs> dusted, are you? So just for those at home, we're going to keep chatting. But for those at home, what do you think of the film? After watching it, what what are your thoughts? Did you love it? Yeah. Is it, what's better, Polar Express or ours of Gahul? Gahul. Gahul's better wow, than Polar Express? Really? Who's, who's your favourite owl? 
I would like Craig. You know the, the owl um, You know the owl that's <laughs> it's not the one that's evil. Um there's Gilfie? No. There's one the, the one the loud voice one who sings? No, <laughs> not Twilight. Is that um, Twilight? Yeah. Oh, man, you guys are all over. And, um, what about Digger? My favourite would be the That's di- that David the, Dan. Um, yeah. The David Wenham for those that The know. white owl that's like the Gahul girl. Oh the queen. Yeah, the queen. Yeah, she's the queen oh, from Gahul. She's, oh. she's not a, the evil one, the other one. Yeah, she's majestic, isn't she? Yeah, it? I like her. She's like if she's a unicorn pretty. was in bird form. Her name's Oh beautiful. Yeah. Her name's Ginny. Really? No. <laughs> 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 Ginny the Unicorn. Yeah, Ginny the, the Unicorn. I was just thinking of, I was thinking of Harry Potter. <laughs> All right, Evie. Well, do do you want to just before you run away say goodbye to everyone? No, no, oh, no. Okay, that's all right. So, Evie, thanks so much for being on for another episode. Thanks, Evie. Would you recommend people watch this film? Yes. Okay, cool. That's just out of curiosity, what are you going to go do now? Play with Kathy. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. Well, you go have a lot of fun. Thanks so much for being on, Evie Thank Girl. Thank you. Thanks. See Bring you next your, time. Take your smelly Let's unicorn see. with you. <laughs> okay. My cupcake unicorn thing. Your cupcake unicorn Remember thing. the last time? Yeah. I, the cupcake unicorn. I think cupcake the hashtag. Jelly I, think the hash, <laughs> I think the hashtag this week has to be flamingos. No. Flamingo Tarzan nah. flamingos. No. Nah. <laughs> No, the swinging flamingos. <laughs> the swinging flamingos. Swamingos. Flamingos. <laughs> swingos. No, with, with a unicorn horn, so it's called a jelly flamingo cupcake okay. unicorn. That's well, awesome. Thank you for that. That's quite a edible. visual treat. Okay, <laughs> see you next time. Bye, Bye Evie Bye. Girl. See ya. <laughs> All right, thanks, Evie. Girl. Oh, that was awesome. Well done, Evie. Great See job, like... girlfriend. But um, leave those there. We can get them later. He's a good right. Aussie talent in the film. Oh, uh, Craig, I I think it's a bit. Of, can I just let's go, Jim Sturgis for a moment? Yeah, another dude who was so close, man. Oh, but I'm blown away because he nails his Australian accent. Oh, I know he does well. But Jim Sturgis is a good actor. Man. Yeah, he is. He's a damn good actor. He Even is. though I haven't seen that last film we did with Amber Heard, which oh. is Jenny Six. I can't remember. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Nikki Six. Nikki Six? Uh, yeah, Nikki Six. Yeah, he's in it with um, oh, just a whole bunch of people. But, um, yeah, like I think he, he he had some good talent, but then, yeah, I don't know what happened to him. Just probably some poor choices here and there. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Which, unfortunately, that there'd be people out there who think this is a poor choice. Yeah, but on paper... An animated film directed by Zack Snyder. About owls who fight it out. Yeah. Man, that's high cool. That's like a YouTube video you'd watch. That'd be up to 100%. 6 million views if you watched two yeah, hours. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> 100%. And we gave the owls claws. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you like... And then there'd be like a girl that's like, oh, they got little masks. <laughs> <laughs> and man, seriously, when that last fight and you see one of those owls pull out two swords. Yeah. You're like... Holy shit! Yeah, it <laughs> goes full Snyder. Oh man, they go full Snyder, man. And full Snyder. Like, and the film is so great when it goes full full Snyder. Yeah, it's like it puts aside all the stuff and just gets to what it is. Yeah, that and let's be honest, Moonblinking doesn't pay 
off in any way, shape, or form. No, exactly. Thing. There is no real reason. There's nothing moon blinking does that a good old cage can't do. Well, and <laughs> they're, they're slaves anyway. Yeah, exactly. So kid owls who can't fly are going to do what you tell them to do anyway. You yeah, don't exactly. need to brainwash them. Yeah, exactly. You don't have the moon blinking. Jesus. It really, it is a weird thing. It's almost like... We've talked about Zack Snyder stays truthful to the source material as much as he can. Yeah, he does. Yeah. And it's almost like that moment where it's like you didn't need to be truthful in this one. No, I think, yeah, and that's where, I, and that's once again where we come back to where he didn't feel as confident in this yeah. one as he does as he does all these films, man. Yeah. He just he just seemed like he he thought he was out of his depth, yeah. which I don't think he is. Well, I think if if he were to redo. Guardians now. Oh man. Legends now. With all he's learnt. Yeah. How amazing would this film this be? Is, but this Craig, like if you think of the films we've watched, and this is just a really interesting line of thought that I think we've gone down. I'm honestly questioning how much of this film is Zack Snyder's. I know it does, doesn't it? That's how off it is. Yeah. That's how off it feels when you actually watch this film. And that's why when I think about it, and I remember when we were talking about First doing Snyder, and we yeah. we mentioned Gahul. Yeah, that I'd go. Oh yeah, totally forgot. Yeah, because yeah. you just don't remember that this is Snyder because it doesn't have the Snyder brush. No, in the fight scenes, obviously, yes, yes. it does. Yeah, it even does has the slow mo slow mo to speed up. Um, but the rest of the film, no. So I just yeah, it leaves me wondering if someone else did the rest of the film. Hmm. Whether it's a co-director that's not named. And it's like we've brought up before um, with a lot of these these animated films is because they're so in-house, you know? Yep. Nothing gets out, you know? And totally. It might be one of those films where just nothing gets out. Does it have commentary on it? Uh, he's pretty thorough in his in his um, special features. Hey, um, let me just have a look. I've got the disc right here, actually. I oh, know. Thanks, um, Yeah, Evie got, got, got it for us. disc and the books right here. So we Do you know what's really, what's really cool? Did, your, did you have it on Blu-ray? Yeah. Did you yeah. have the Looney Tunes short beforehand? Yeah, yeah, I had to afford it though. We were oh. in real time, real time poor. So cool. I I actually remember in the cinemas when I saw it, um, they showed and Warner Brothers had started trying to do a new wave of Looney Tunes before films. Well, because Pixar do it so well. Yeah, they sure do. But, you know, it's hard. It's a, it's a crazy world to think that Pixar short films... You prefer to watch a Pixar short film than you watch the old classics totally. like, you know, Bugs Bunny and them fighting it out. Yeah, this is really interesting. Hey, um, there's no, um, yeah, there's nothing really in terms of commentary. There is a picture-in-picture picture style thing where Soren the Owl guides you through um, the movie. See, and I think that's suspiciously absent. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's suspiciously absent. It's, you know, it's um, it's an odd thing. It's a very odd thing, and I don't see much of his stamp on it. Yeah, and the other thing that's really interesting, I'm just noticing on the front of the cover, is that a film, at this stage, if you're Warner Brothers, yeah, and you've got the director of 300 and Watchmen, yeah, their tagline on this, it says, Legends of the Guardians, Owls of Garhul, from the studio that brought you happy feet. Yeah. And there's no mention of Snyder of on the front cover. Exactly. In it's any way. And that makes me go, hmm. Mm, exactly. You think it's like it's like a couple of arguments away from being an Alan Smithy. Yeah. Film. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's almost like, yeah. So 
my big question in this is, when I was watching it, I thought we're going to look back at the end of this season and this is going to be on par with Justice League. The two films that don't feel like Snyder mm. are going to be the films where there's been someone else involved. But in yeah, and I guess with Justice League, you know, that's more honest and you know the thought of who's taken yeah, over. Yeah, totally. So it's, it's so easy sometimes to see in between. Yeah. Um, there's different scenes. But this, man, it's just confusing, hey? Yeah, it is. Like it's really just pure Snyder in there, some just a good hit and shots of Snyder. It's like they just didn't know where to take it. Yeah. As their own, like you said, with their own internal talent. Yeah. And they said, well, look, we need to bring um, someone in. Look, Zach, it's 60% done. Yeah. Um, they almost like they did what Joss Whedon did. Yeah. That's, it. That's exactly where mm. I draw the parallel yeah. to Justice League. Yeah. It's like, listen, we've nearly finished this. It's just not quite working out with the guy that we've got. Mm. Um, do you remind, have you seen Pixar's Brave? Yeah. I okay. like Brave. So Brave was a director had done the majority of the film and it just wasn't hitting right. Oh, so they really? brought in another director to come in and Who punch it up. Uh there was a it was their first female director, Brenda someone. Apologies if she's listening. But then another director came on to to take over the reins for the rest of the film. And so that's an example of how it can be done well. And I guess if you're if you're a burgeoning animation studio that wants to compete with the likes of Pixar, yeah. we just won an Academy Award for Happy Feet. Yeah. Um, let's promote our talent and then, oh, I don't know if it's working. But I could imagine Pixar would do it better. A hundred percent. I can imagine Pixar would have brought in the new director. Yeah. Kept on the old director. Yeah. And the new director would have mentored. Yeah, 100%. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, And it still would have been the film. It's just... Do you know what would have happened? If this was Pixar, George Miller would have came on and finished the film. Yep. And mentored whoever the other person was. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And, and But can I pose a question? And this is something I thought of just earlier. Before we get back to... Before we get back to the, vo- the amazing talent that are on the uh, vocal cast here. Um Imagine if Robert Zemeckis made this film, not as a motion capture, but just as an animated film. Yeah. Do you think that it would have felt more consistent? I think it would have been. Yeah. I think it would have had a lot more um, connection between the characters. Yeah. Um, Like you would have actually felt a little bit more. Yeah. I think, like you said earlier, there would have been a lot of things that you just would have been considered useless. Yeah. Um, and cut down. So I guess, you know, like that guy who who f- you find out he's actually a double agent waiting for two smart little outlets so he could save him. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, who cares? You know, that could have been just an older owl who's like, no, fight. You know, and, and yeah. it, just, it didn't have to have a backstory to that, all that. That would have been just something that could have just been gone. And the whole... There's a couple of things in the book that I thought I'd share that are really interesting. Um, the two, those two owls, the real funny bit, the comical bit where he's talking about his um, his menacing stare and stuff. Oh, that was hilarious, those two. So, so one of them's Lee Winnell. Yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah. So Lee Winnell goes on now to direct. Uh, he's done one of the Conjuring films. He's done, he done a Saw film. And he done what was his film. last film? Uh, Upgrade was amazing. Upgrade, yeah. Um, I haven't seen Upgrade yet. Oh, Craig's so good. No, it's meant to be um, awesome. And the other one was Angus Sampson. 
Um, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so 100 Acres. Um, they he did him, The yeah. Mule as yeah, well. The Mule, yeah. Have you heard about The Mule? No. The Mule, the Mule sounds bonkers. Angus Sampson is a dude that goes through an airport and they know that he's smuggled heroin in his body. Yeah. And so The Mule is, he's a drug mule. And the whole film takes within an interrogation room where they're just waiting for him to poop himself. To prove that he's smuggled um, <laughs> drugs in, like swallowed, just things. giving him coffee. Yeah, and so and they muffins. they they literally are. They're interviewing him and just trying to convince him that he doesn't need to poop in order to get him to poop. <laughs> um, the mule. Um, but those guys are not comedic relief in the books. Mm. They're they're ruthless, and so oh, really? they actually at one stage, um, it might be as far as digger. Or at least uh, a relate a relative of Digger, they actually kill and eat in front of the other owls. Oh, that's hardcore! Yeah, I know. See, and they're funny. They're a funny batch too. Digger and his mate, the singing owl. Yeah, you know, yeah, um, yeah. Twilight because Twilight you know, goes, Anthony Lapalia. Yeah, they say, "Hey, I, I, I'm Digger. Let's come with you." Okay. Yeah, <laughs> sure thing. Oh, Twilight, let's come with you. Yes, we're, we're, we're in a cozy little cave, but let's go on an adventure. <laughs> I've met you for all of 10 seconds, and I have brought your nanny. Yeah. <laughs> so funny, yeah, isn't you it? Just, ah, okay. It's like, I don't mind, you know, coincidence in films is meant to be, you know. That's yeah. Right. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. just how quick they just go, yes, let's join your merry men. I saw a, <laughs> I saw a real funny thing. In conjunction with that, the whole um, Twilight bit, uh, someone was talking about the things that they dislike about the books and film that are just too far-fetched. And I was like, when I saw the article, I'm like, too far-fetched? They're like fighting owls. Yeah, they're fighting Warring owls. And the who big have a great... <laughs> who are great at blacksmithing. Yeah. <laughs> well... <laughs> like amazing. Well, like they're actually, they can turn it into steel. <laughs> Beautiful steel Beautiful too. Beautiful steel and add and and oh and obviously add pattern. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this person had a very big problem that one of the owls can play a harp. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's uh, awesome. That's the great. Internet. It's so good. I oh, know the I internet. Love it. Best or worst of human nature. So, voice cast Craig. Oh. Isn't this a who's who of Australian film? I know exactly. All it just all it was missing was Paul Hogan. Oh, <laughs> that's not a talent. <laughs> <laughs> you call that a pellet? I know that's exactly. That's not a pellet. Today, Chris Hemsworth would be in there somewhere. Hundred percent. Yeah. Joel Edgerton is so good as Metal Beak. Yeah, man. But Joel Edgerton's always been, you know, isn't he's, he? He's just that, and he, even in Hollywood now, he's that consistent actor. Tell me. How long until we get Joel Edgerton in a Marvel or DC film? Oh, it's got to be close. Like, He'd play surely. a sick villain. Oh, he will be. He will be. Surely he's going to be in there. You know I mean? You just had Ben Mendelsohn in who was awesome. Wasn't he awesome in Captain Marvel? Awesome in Captain Marvel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, actually, I love um, that Ben Mendelsohn in Captain Marvel was a good guy. Yeah, exactly. Because that he kept his Aussie accent. Oh, that was awesome too. Yeah. Do you remember? Can we do a little Ben Mendelsohn story? I love Ben Mendelsohn. There was a... Oh, I don't know if I should tell this. Remember that? Yeah. Well, oh, sweet. No, there's one that's sort of like, if ever we talk to Ben Mendelsohn again, this one's probably not a good one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you guys can pay money for that story. Um, but remember when we did that round, that interview for Animal Kingdom? And Ben Mendelsohn, we interviewed... Oh, Wow! And so we oh had... Oh, my God. Yeah. I, I was just thinking, when did we interview Ben Mendelsohn? 
Oh my god! Yeah. We legitimately sat for like half an hour with Ben Mendelsohn on a couch. Yeah, and it went as far as like, he's an intense man. Um, and from all accounts, I had a friend that worked for um oh, wow, for a cinema cool. chain, and he used to come in all the time and just regularly be watching films. Yeah. Um, big shout out to J.K. if you're listening, we love yo, you, J.K. Yo. Um, but Ben Mendelsohn during it, Craig and I were talking about. Um, how much we enjoyed Animal Kingdom, the film. Uh, David Michaud, what a director. Oh, man. Yeah, man. Um, he's got something great in him. Uh, that, we'll that, get there one day. Yeah, we'll get there one day. Um, but we were talking about it, and I remember saying to him that it felt to me at times like a Scorsese film. Yeah. And Mendelssohn jumped on that, and he's like, tell me why. And we <laughs> had to sit and analyse pieces of the film in order to me justify why I felt there was a Scorsese comparison. now, And you can tell that his eyes, eyes lit up in a way that it's like, I love the fact that you're comparing this film to a yeah. Scorsese and, film. And, and it wasn't like, I, I'm trying to be a smart ass. And no, no, say, no. Tell me why then, huh? It was a film was nerd like, yes, loving yeah, the fact yeah. that we were talking this depth about oh, it. Oh, man. Animal Kingdom was a lot like Scorsese. Oh, man. It's like, it, it really is. It's like an Aussie Mean Streets, yeah, man. It is. 100%. Yeah, man. Seriously, yeah. So good. And so, yeah, that was such an awesome interview, wasn't it, Craig? Wow. Well, obviously, I forgot all that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I've got I remember the music. interview with um, the the mother out of it. And yeah, uh, Judy. Um, yeah, Judy Sugar I'm Mama saying Mama. it wrong Sugar anyway. Mama. I don't know if it is going to be <laughs> Yes, Judy. I don't know if it's Judy. Jackie Weaver. Jackie Weaver. We're close. We Judy's were close to Jackie. <laughs> I was, was going to be Judy Wench. <laughs> Judy Wench. <laughs> that Wench. And what's his face out of, um, yeah, you know which one. Luke Ford, Luke Ford, Sullivan Stapleton went on yeah. to be in the sequel to Three Hundred. Oh, if we're yeah, keeping exactly, on for this, exactly. Um, but we 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 talked to Luke Ford and Jackie Weaver together. Remember? Yeah, yeah, and they were awesome. Yeah, and she kept looking after. She kept. They actually were calling her Nana and Mum. Yeah, exactly. And Luke the, Ford was very. He was very protective of her as well. He yeah. was, wasn't he? Yeah, that was yeah. Awesome. They they really that loved was a good Jackie. interview too, man. It was a good interview. Yeah, Craig. <laughs> we did good. Um, yeah, great cast. Jim Sturgis, as we said before, he does a great job. I, I kept going, who is this? Who is yeah, this? I've got to find it out. And then when I found out, I was Obviously like, oh, wow. Guardians, yeah. Um, yeah, we're back to Legend of the Guardians. <laughs> uh, Ryan Quanton, sort of, he's, we're talking the time where he's about to peak with True Blood. Yeah, exactly. So it was a good time to have him on board in a film as well. Yeah, and I was hoping he was a bit further in his career now than he would be. Me too. I thought he was going well with, what's that movie, Red Hill? Oh, Red Hill was so good, Craig. Man, have then, you seen it? No, I haven't seen oh. it, but everyone says, you've got to see it. It's, I got it's it. You can borrow Western, it. You know? Yeah, it's yeah. so good. It's, it's, um, yeah, it's like your, your traditional Western. Set in rural Australia. Yeah. So good. Which is such a smart thing. Yeah. Because we um, are the almost the what's left. The, it's supposedly yeah. like that out there. Yeah, yeah. Right? I'm um, terrified of going out there because the, Wolf it's, Creek and just Do you know what it's about, Red Hill? Yeah, there's a, um, a guy who was supposedly, well, you find out he was wrongly. Yeah, he was wrongly yeah, accused. Yeah, and comes um, back to the get vengeance. An indigenous man whose um, wife had been killed mm. and they they'd sort of framed him on it. So he escapes and is starting to kill the All police the that were involved in it. Is that Brian Brown as well? Uh, no. Um, who's the dude that was in Mad Max? The original Mad Max went on to be in Blue Healers and stuff. Uh, um, had bleach blonde hair in Mad Max. 
still don't know. Uh, I can't remember. Yeah, Bisley. Steve Bisley. Ah, oh, Steve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Steve Jesus. Bisley's yeah. in it. Um, Biz. And, yeah, they're talking about the Biz. Talking about um, and so throughout it, there's also, in Australia, there's an urban myth of um, a panther that's, um, it's almost like yeah. the Yowie side. No, no, I know it because we almost bought a property in Kangaroo Valley. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, seriously. We actually went out there. I never saw it. Yeah. We went out there to Kangaroo Valley and heaps of people told us about yeah. the um, the panther that sort of stalks through the, the valley. Yeah, exactly. And, there's and heaps of good footage on it too. Yeah. It's just a big cat. Um, and so that's interspersed with the film as well. Oh, really? Yeah, so there's like sightings of that going on while this guy's escaped. And Is this in New South Wales is meant to be? I thought it was like out back. Uh, it's like Victoria. Just, okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because um, Kangaroo Valley, the, where, the, where you see the big one is just, yeah, down south. Yeah, so um, it's a great film. Oh, man. Great oh, film. Oh, that's awesome. Um, so we got Ryan Quan, Abby Cornish is in it. And again, she's sort of at her peak. Yeah. And obviously time. she makes an impression on Snyder. Yes, because she's in his next film. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we will be hitting Sucker Punch next week. Yeah, um, exactly. So Abby, Abby Cornish is in it. Helen Mirren. And Abby Cornish is a local girl. Yeah, she is. Newcastle girl. Yep, Newcastle girl. Um, Big shout out. I've so there was a time where she wasn't just living in LA. You'd still see her in town wandering oh, really? around. Oh, yeah, cool. it was really interesting. You'd be like, Oh, it's Abby Cornish just walking down the street. No, you know. You're not meant to be normal. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> you don't poo, you're a movie star. <laughs> <laughs> that and stinks. then we really get into some Australian royalty. <laughs> yeah. Um which is well, he's a New Zealander, but we always claim New Zealanders for our own. I know. Sam Neil. He's Aussie. Love him. Well, we're going to accept him. We're going to take him. He's ours. Yeah, he is. He is. I'll keep him. Yeah. Um, You're now with Rusty. Jeffrey Rush. Oh, Jeffrey. No, he is full odds. And Hugo Weaving. Oh, and, you know, Hugo Weaving. Jeez, what can, what can you do? Yeah. That's, it's just a... He's in a stage play of The Cat on the Hot Tin Roof. Is he? Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Yeah, I know, man. Seriously, he, he's doing a lot of theatre in Sydney right now. It's interesting too, because um, Kate Blanchett and her husband are the um, yeah the, the directors, creative directors of, of the Nida. Sydney yeah yeah so there lots and of the Sydney, Sydney theatre yeah. company stuff Sydney got company, yeah. big name people I think Rebel Wilson's got one coming out this year as well oh really where she does a like a serious play oh wow that'd be interesting yeah but a lot of comedy people can do serious well so um yeah just some great Australian talent and it's really I do love. Tell me, Craig, here's an interesting thought. Is do you think the film would have been better received it was if it was set in North America or if it continued on in Australia following on from Happy Feet? It's a logical step to take. Yeah. Um look, I can see I guess I could see where they went to take it. I don't think that would have been the reason why it, it wasn't super poorly it was poorly received. Oh, but you just have to look at the releases in that year. Mm. Animated films. Any other year, I feel this film would have really... Again, Snyder is ahead of his time. Yeah. We talked about Watchmen. If it's released now, I think it would have been a massive film. And I think also, though, which is odd for a Snyder film, and once again, this is why it doesn't feel like a Snyder film, yep. is the marketing wasn't as good as the other films. Y- I have to agree. What really, something that does, and we'll get back to, let's just go here quickly and then we'll get back to that, the marketing. Yeah. Um, like this film, 
I think in a post Stranger Things world, yeah, the tone would have sat better with people, yeah, as definitely. an animated film mm-hmm. than it does back then. Like, think about what's coming out that time: Toy Story three, Despicable Me, Shrek, How to Train Your Dragon. Like, they're all sort of joyous, light family. But also, fan. here's another thing: is if you're looking at those now, let's be honest: you're a you're a parent going into this, yeah, and you're looking at names up on the board. Yeah. Gahul doesn't sit well. No. And I think that's where, well, going back to marketing, I think it could have been done a little bit better. I think if you kept Legend of the Guardians as the film. Yeah. Then With the legends, man. You yeah. Just, you know? Yeah, yeah. Or Owls Fighting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> warrior Owls of Gahul. The it warrior is interesting. Owls. The Legend of the Warrior Owls or something. <laughs> Like that, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Stuff that would have just brought him in, but like Guardians of Gahul, you're just like, oh, you know yeah. what I mean? As a subtitle as well, and as a kids' film, like let's be honest, the same to family. Yeah, you know what I mean? You're yeah. not like, oh, this ain't fantasy. You know what I mean? No, you'd just be like, this is yeah. It's it's. I remember seeing it and just thinking when I watched the trailer, I was like, far out. It's like Lord of the Rings with animals. Yeah. Directed by the dude that did 300. Yeah. And I was like, I'm on board for this, but I was an adult. Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing. It's just, um, and like we're saying with the marketing, it, they didn't play on what would make it cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which yeah, is, totally. let's be honest, owls in armor. Yeah. Owls talking. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and that was, I guess, one of the odd things about the film as well. Yeah. Um, it never got to the stage, even in the battle scenes, yeah. of epic. No. You know what I mean? Like, we're talking, oh, we're fighting the evil army. We've got to fight the good army. There's like 12 on each side. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not really an army, yeah. guys. It's not barely a platoon. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, and then, you know, they're like, assemble the men. It's like. Six years. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing that I think is a really couple of them are red shirts. You know, you know they're gonna <laughs> yeah, die. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're just p- picking those ones yeah, off. Easy. Exactly. He doesn't. He, they didn't even give him a name. No, exactly. Uh, um, the other thing that I think that sits odd with me with marketing is, and like so much so, I groaned when I first heard it was that there's a song in the middle of the film. I hate that song by the Lord. artist Al City. I hate that song. That is so jarring. It is, isn't and it? Once again, that is not Snyder. No, that is so not Snyder. Know. You know what I mean? I know. Snyder doesn't use modern music to tell a story. No, he will only use and famous songs. Yeah, if it's in context with the world 100%. he's on. Hundred percent. No, here's way. here's something I think Snyder would have done. Okay, um, Anthony Lapalia, I honestly thought was Nick Cave. In his voice. Oh, God, that would have been good. And I, now, I, I if Nick Cave was Twilight mm-hmm. and there was a song that he sang in the vein of those um, chants that they yeah, do in The talking, Hobbit and Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings or even um, Hunger Games. Yeah. You know if what I mean? If he yeah. was to sing Nick Cave singing on just a harp that song while they're remembering the stuff that they've gone through. Oh, man. Nick, and Nick Cave could knock you up a, a friggin' suicidal song in a minute so like I think that would have been something that Zack Snyder would have done and this is again I feel this is two people's film yeah exactly Um, and so I guess maybe you know five episodes in 
I'm such a apologist for Zack Snyder that I'm making excuses for what oh, is not well, a great film. But it no, just no, doesn't feel like I don't think like I don't it. think we're being apologists. I just think there's it just stinks of someone else's film. It sure does. Like, Craig. don't get me wrong, I see huge swaths of Snyder. Yeah. And I think I guess if if we never came into this and we just watched it again, we'd go yep. Man, that's Snyder's pretty crap in this film. But Watching all these other films as we've come into it, and look, look logically, yes, it's going to be we're going to you know that it's obviously going to be a dip because we just watched The Watchmen. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, but you see so much signature in every film, yeah. And then here you're just like, what? Yeah, where are you? Where are you? Yeah. Oh, there you are. Oh, where'd you go? Baby, come back. Stupid song. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yes, that's something you just. And, and it's not even a happy scene And you're like What? Nothing has gone happy in this film How are we even getting happy? Yeah, why? I know Maybe it's like Maybe the film Here's, here's a, another theory I pose Is maybe the film was so dark That in testing they're just like We can't take kids to this oh. Maybe it was too Snyder And then those moments that don't feel Snyder Are notes that they had to sort of throw in Towards the end of the film Including an Our City song Oh man, seriously! Oh, it's just. But at the end, I loved at the start of the when we started discussing this, Craig. You said you wish that they'd sort of just given you some exposition at the start. Snyder, yeah. we've seen so far his opening titles, Dawn of the Dead. You get in three minutes. Yeah. An entire history of what's gone down. Exactly. You know exactly what's mm-hmm. going on. Then Watchmen, we get. The journey of the Minutemen all the way to the Watchmen yep. in another three, four minutes. Now, at the end credits of this, there's like a shadow play yeah, of that's what awesome. went on in the film. Yeah. Now, imagine if that yeah. was the start of what has occurred and it just begins with the baby being hatched after that. Exactly. And then you would have wiped out so many plot holes in your mind. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, not so yeah. much plot holes in the fact that the fact is you're too busy trying to remember a certain thing. Yeah. That you forget where you are now. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. It, and it takes you even deeper. Oh, it's just it's weird, and it's so weird because it's not Zack Snyder. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's because so Zack disappointing, great isn't it? At, like he's obviously not as good as Zemeckis. Zemeckis can just give you a freaking a, a room and you go oh wow I get that whole whole yeah. dude's life yeah you know what I mean or, yeah. or like you know just showing in Castaway just showing in pictures of oh he's a yachtsman well he, <laughs> he can do Zemeckis can do in 15 seconds what it takes three minutes for Snyder to do yeah exactly exactly and <laughs> but and then um, but with this yeah you're just like but Snyder obviously can do it with style. Yes. You know what I mean, that's where he that's, differs from Zemeckis. Yeah. He has a panache. Yes. <laughs> you know? Yes. And, um, and, but I couldn't see it. You know, yeah. I was so disappointed at the start it of it. Is, you know isn't I mean? it? And I was just like, oh. It almost leaves you mourning what could have been. Yeah, it is. It and is. Let's be and honest. I hope that's not where Snyder goes from here and on. Yeah. You know, that's where I worry. Um, is this the start of Snyder? What could have been? Because I think there's a lot of people who look at his films and go, oh. Yep. Totally. could have been. I'm yep. hoping Man of Steel isn't. Well, yeah, I think. I'm pretty much sure Sucker Punch is just 
I mean, what I, was that? Yeah, that what Luke, could have been? I can't wait for next week when we get to talk. All right, about I can't wait to watch it. Um, but it's really interesting. I I feel you're right. I feel this could have been the start as well of a bit of a knock the wind out of him a little bit. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe the the journey of Watchmen as such a big film followed by a very labor intensive film in animated yeah um, in an animated film sort of is like a one-two punch. Watchmen wasn't received the way that it probably deserves to have been. Yeah, I think it's being received now with time. Yes, yes. But, um, but at the time it was, yeah. You know, that would have just knocked you a bit, but I think Snyder was confident enough to be like, I got this. Yeah, I got this. Yeah, And then... Trust me, it's a classic. And then this one goes the way it did. Now, this had an $80 million budget. Yeah. It took $140 million worldwide. Okay, so you're adding... Because, once again, I don't think the marketing was huge. No. It was almost like they were just trying to break even. Like, they yeah. knew there was something yeah, something wacky about this film, and yep. they just wanted to break even, so they didn't invest a huge amount into it. Yeah. And obviously, releasing it in this year. You know what I mean? It's, it's just like... It's, almost it's a like, very animated year. You if know you know waited I mean? one more year, maybe this film's different. Man, if you, I reckon if you waited for a January release for the next yep. year of this, you could have piggybacked on all those great releases. Yeah. And people would have just, and you would have at least picked up a good first week. Yeah. At the very least. Yeah. It's such an interesting film, isn't it? It's really, it's almost like uh, an enigma. Yeah, it is. It right is. Right now, enigma. in the context of the first four films, it's an enigma in there. I'm just waiting for someone to release a book about it and you find out that there was dramas to hell all yeah. through, you know what I mean? Just like, oh. <laughs> this is like when we decide on on air that we're going to do a revisited Snyder yeah. season and uh, we go back and actually talk to Animal Logic and find yeah. out what. And here's another thing. You didn't see Snyder preaching to the fan base again. No. And it was almost like his pride in the film he wasn't that proud in the film as well. No. Because, you know, he always preaches to the fan base. Yeah. And once again, that same fan base are pumped with owls with knives. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's owls with knives with a mythology box. You take it. this to Comic-Con. Yeah. The year after you've released Watchmen. Yeah. And you're like, listen, if you guys thought Watchmen was sick. Yeah, man. I'm, look, I'm going to show you a sizzle reel of... Some owls just clawing at each other and shit. And people would be like, what Whoa. the heck is this? Oh, my God! You know, yeah. just watching him fly through the, you know, through the clouds. Yep. And, you know, and have some awesome scenes, you know. Yeah, yeah. I am a loser career or whatever. You know. Yeah. Bang, man. You'd be like, Feel it in your gizzard. In your gizzard, boy! <laughs> <laughs> and what was his thing? He kept saying some with very lumpy porridge or something yeah, like that. Some exactly, weird yeah, exactly. Sort of, something yeah. weird. Yeah, something, something red. It's, rain, it's raining outside. It's like flying through porridge or something. Yeah, like so, yeah, so strange. Mm. Um, but yeah, just an odd... It just doesn't sit right with no, me, No, exactly. And once again, it sits like a film where we're just like, man, that was wasted opportunity. Big time. And yeah, I can only say, I think we're on the right track by saying maybe 12 more months. Mm. Something great could come out of it. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. So... Awesome. Craig, we've probably come to that uh, time in the episode mm-hmm. where we take a look at the official uh, Cinefall Studio Turn ranking board. Um, 
Now, last week we were pretty unanimous in our decision of the number one film. I think we'll be pretty unanimous in this one too. Yeah, I think we will be pretty unanimous in this one. Um, so currently your leaderboard starts number one, Watchmen. Number two, Dawn of the Dead. Three, 300. Mm-hmm. And four. <laughs> <laughs> and four, Legend of the Guardians. I'll the even do I'll I'll even do Eevee's. Flamingos! <laughs> number four. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, look, mine sits with Watchmen number one, 300 number two, Dawn of the Dead number three. Great first three films. Amazing, um, man. Seriously, that's an amazing yeah, I, know. I know. And number four, I am going to put The Legend of the Guardians. And I have no other reason to put it there other than, one, it feels so disjointed that I swear this is half a Snyder film, yeah, half someone else. I swear, else. guys, there's, this isn't Snyder. Yeah. He's a bit... He's, Flourishes are in there. Yeah. But, again, like we talked about with Justice League, it feels like someone brought in to punch it up. Yeah, so I wonder if there's stuff on this, you know, because his latest interviews. But, see, that's what I, I, you know, I think... Well, that's the that's the killer with the Snyder fan base. Yeah. Is that... They don't think there's anything past his DC film. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? There's so much! Yeah, There's I so know. much, guys! Please! It hurts me. They <laughs> well, had there's not so much, but there's, you know, he's done more films! They had a three-day opportunity of Q&A, and all we talk, heard that about was graphic the Snyder cuts. And Snyder cuts. Yeah. And, you know, your Fleischer cuts. <laughs> your Fleischer's. <laughs> Flop the Fleischer. Flop the Fleischer. Um, yeah, it's just, oh, man. What an opportunity missed. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I know. So, Craig... It's like when I interviewed Skarsgård and I just talked to him about his Thor audition. Yeah. Oh, look. Early days of Cinefuls, we were... It was all by email. I was hoping to We were silly. I would have dumb. Oh, we were dumb. I, That's like, I look back on that and go, oh, you're a dickhead. Bro. I interviewed I Eric Powell and did the same thing. <sighs> you know how much I love those comments? I know. So, yeah. Douches. Lessons learned. Let's hope that Zack Snyder... <laughs> well, let's hope in this Zack Snyder learnt some lessons. Yeah, I think he did. Yeah, I think he did. Yeah. Well, I can't wait to see the next film, um, Sucker Punch. Yeah. And then, obviously, as we get into his... Then we um, move into the DC zone. DCEU. Yep. And we'll be able to see what's going on. Yeah, that that is going to... It's going to make for some interesting listening, isn't it, Craig? I know, exactly. Isn't it going to be crazy? Yep, totally. So, Craig, where can people find us? You can find us on Twitter. You can find us on Instagram at FFTL Podcast. At FFTL, is it at FFTL? At FFTL podcast. That's yeah, our that's our that handle. Time. That's our on handle. Facebook as well. Yep. Craig loves to forget that one. Oh yeah, I know, I know. But you're always on there. Get on there, guys. FFTL yeah. podcast. Good on you guys. Um, also, you can hit us up on our website www.fftlpodcast.com or info at fftlpodcast.com if you wish to send us an email. Yeah, tell us how much you love us. Yeah, look, leave a review. Hey we, guys, if you're listening. Leave a review, please. please. Yeah, bust up a review. Yeah, because it actually it actually helps us. To, I guess if we need to improve, but it also yeah. hey, if you're loving it, just write. I love it. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. I love it. Five stars. Yeah, I love it. Five stars. Yeah, I love. I love. Craig's that. voice is sexy. Craig's voice is sassy. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's such a sassy boy. <laughs> <laughs> I like him. He's sassy. <laughs> he's sassy. I bet you he has a flight that cut. Flasher cut. Oh my goodness, <laughs> that is going to catch on in a terrible way. Oh yeah, I hope so. <laughs> One day we're going to get to the point a couple seasons down where we start interviewing a whole heap of people, mm. the next generation of FFTL, and there's going to be like, sorry, 
can't talk to him. To him. You made, 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 made you compared him to a penis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, can't talk to her. You compared her to pubic hair. <laughs> I saw her the other day. I cracked up laughing. Good old Susan Boyle. Love you. Oh, gosh. I still get messages randomly about, I just listened to that episode. Susan Boyle. <laughs> um, so good. Check that episode out, episode out, guys. Hey, listen, subscribe to the podcast. Yeah. It really it really will. It'll, you'll get our episode straight away. It also helps us with our, our little statistics, letting us know how many oh, look, of you seriously, guys Seriously, I, look, I say this all seriousness. It's going to enhance your life. <laughs> <laughs> your life will be better. Your life will be better. You're your like be better. you're like two owls flying through a vortex <laughs> of lumpy gizzards, of, boys. of lumpy porridge. <laughs> <laughs> subscribe, yeah, subscribe. And you'll get this tingle in your gizzards. <laughs> And just don't shoot your gizzards all over the place. <laughs> oh, You'll love it. Whoa. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. Shoot your pellets. Oh, yeah. I don't want to have to score for, for metal bits. Yikes. <laughs> oh, goodness. All right, guys. Hey. Um, Go out. Get Guardians of Gahul as well. Yeah, have a watch of it. Go have a watch I mean, of it. It's, on, I, I it's on Netflix forget. at the moment. Oh, good. Yeah, you can find on it. Netflix because I think um, people are forgetting about it. But yeah, check the film. Look, it's really worth a watch, and we want to know what you think about it because because mm. um, it confuses me. Yeah, we we love it when someone drops something that we go, oh, oh so we were mm. wrong. Almost <laughs> like you know, <laughs> Evie just very profoundly talking about the relationship between two yeah, brothers, it's a sibling rivalry throughout the film. Love it. Yeah, Great so on. good. Um, so yeah, check it out. Hey guys, also. We are so grateful that you guys are listening in each week. Yeah, thanks. Um, we love the fact that uh, we have the, our statistics and they show us a little map of the world that shows where you guys are listening yeah, from. Yeah, man. And as and we're we, like a measles outbreak. It's yeah. spreading. It's awesome. <laughs> it, it is. Uh, all those anti-vaxxed people not vaccinating their ears are suddenly <laughs> yeah, being exactly. infected Against by us. Um, we're infecting your ears. Yeah, we love it. And so we're so grateful to all those people in North America ch- tuning in, our European friends, yeah. our friends across the Dutch. Yeah, um, exactly. Cheers, bro. We love it. Chichi. Yeah, um, I love what you're doing out there. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, with those woman. <laughs> Uh, so, I watched this the last scene so, of Once We Warriors the other day. Thank you so much, guys. We really do. We appreciate you you giving us your ears for this time yeah, each exactly. week. It means the world to us. So next week, Craig, we are hitting a Zack Snyder original. It's the first Zack Snyder original that we're getting. Isn't that amazing? Um, so and is it the last Zack Snyder original? Yes, it is. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. We'll find out. I haven't watched this movie in ages. so I've never watched it. Oh, it's good. I'm excited. I've never watched it. So next week, guys, tune in. We are watching and chatting about Sucker Punch. Yep. Find the film. Have a watch between episodes. We want to know what you think. If you guys are like, hey, I'm frothing on this. Actually, not enjoying this at all. (laughs) Um, We want to know about it. Yeah, man. We want to hear about it. We want to be there. Next week, that's coming to you. Hey, from us here at From First to Last podcast, I'm Jeff Reed. And I am Craig Killian. Thanks and for the listening. empty chair was. And Evie that Reed. was Evie Reed. <laughs> <laughs> empty chair was Evie Reed. <laughs> thank you. Hey, thank you so much for just bearing with the adventure that is working <laughs> with kids. Holy moly. She, she's got to learn to do her on air board meetings 
in the microphone. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> the worst was, uh, we've done our sign off and it was terrible. But anyways, the worst was she was mouthing it at me the whole time. So I was having to read her lips while you were talking to her. Oh, gosh. Oh, what an adventure. So, Always. guys, thanks so much. Thanks, guys. Um, next week, Sucker Punch. Sucker Punch. I'm Jeff Reed. Crack it See ya. Bye.